what it do, do you find yourself in this place often? See, I just doesn't, it doesn't feel the same. What the fuck is that? It doesn't, I'm not going to stop doing this. What was that? This is like my intro. You could come up with your own intro, but don't come and hate on my oh, shit. It just, it throws me off. Like, it throws Why? me off Why? You've the heard me say this shit. The shit. Like, yeah, this is the third, fourth, fifth, like, fifth time you've heard me say this shit. I Why is it so... start, because it's just like, start the conversation. Oh, my God. Okay. That feels awkward. Just like, okay, so when you see somebody in the street, you just start talking to them random and getting... No, you don't <laughs> fucking do that. You you have like a, hey, how you doing? How's it been? They've had, they've had the previous podcast already, so it leads into this. Every okay, ep- okay, okay, okay. <laughs> We're back. Um... We're having a conversation right now about relationships, toxicity in relationships, um, bad breakups, breakups that are ended in a very public, dramatic kind of way. Um, And we're also talking about abuse, domestic abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, um... We have very two different perspectives on the situation that we have been following and reading about. Man, I guess we you could just we could just say it if it makes if it makes it. Easier. I don't know why we can't talk about it because these niggas don't know us. They never gonna listen to our fucking podcast. You don't know that, but my thing is this. All right, so look, so for those to to catch y'all up, I don't. The reason that I didn't originally want to mention any names is because I don't want this podcast to be like a gossip thing. I don't want this to feel like the shade room. I don't want this to not not that we're in any by any means that big, but I don't want this to feel like fucking uh, Breakfast Club. Like it just feels very chit chatty to me, and we have actual real life conversations. So I feel like that was my main reason for not wanting to mention it. You're talking but, about the baby and Danny Lay. But the crooks of this conversation that we were just in the middle of having before we decided to record it was about the Danny Lay and, and the baby situation. I and was it, showing him the shade room shit of what happened, and we was we was talking about it together, and we realized that we had two very different opposing views, and we were, you know, having a uh, discussion. A heated debate. A heated debate, yes. Um... So let's just start with the facts, which are we don't know the facts. We don't know all the facts. We have two sides of a story, as it always is. There's always two sides to the story. He asked me what happened. Was he came home from work and said, "What's so? What's going on with the baby and and Danny Lay?" And I said, "He's a narcissist." He says, um, "That's just a term people throw around or some shit like that." And I'm like, "Okay, like it's you overused. ask me, you ask me. That's what I feel like. He is happened. That's if you want me to sum that shit up in two words. That nigga's a narcissist." He disrespected his baby mother in a very nasty kind of way. Um, we don't. We obviously don't know what the fuck their relationship is, nor do we probably fucking care. The shit know. is entertaining. People get off on other people's fucking misery and pain and shit because I don't know why, but that's how the world is. But we were having a discussion about it. Jose feels that why after the first time somebody disrespects you, why don't you leave then? Why do people keep going back to partners who disrespect you, that treat you like shit? Why is it so hard? I don't get it. I don't understand. I I relate to the emotion of it. I relate to caring about somebody. I relate to wanting to be with somebody. I relate to trying to make things work with somebody that you've had a child with. I relate to all of that because the truth is, is that if me and Joel were to ever break up, I still am going to be in my son's life. And I relate to that. But beyond that, I I have absolutely no ability to relate to why we as human beings find it 
okay to deal with somebody over and over again, even if more than once, that has shown that they don't respect us. So to to kind of maybe speak from my own experience, um, we're get we're trying to get an apartment, and Jose just asks, you know, if I want my name to be on the lease too, which we'll have to spend more money to do both um, checks and shit to uh, background checks or whatever. It's more money to put it's more two money applicants. to put two people on it. So I'm like, you know, you could go, you you could just put your name on it. Are you planning to kick me out at some point? Like, <laughs> you know, but. It's a real thing to me because I've I have been kicked out of places by and that and I hate that I hate that feeling. It's like yeah, Jose says like you know, if you somebody tells you to leave once, leave like just go. I agree with that a hundred percent. Like you you have no right to stay in a place that's not yours. You have no right to 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 be there in a place that's not yours. But also you have to think about the humiliation that you feel when somebody who invited you into their space just because they can just because they want to not even because necessarily you did anything wrong but just because they feel like it and they have control over the situation to somebody that says they love you says they care about you decides to put you out on the street not caring what the fuck happens to you and they invited you there that for me and me saying I, I've been in a situation like that, that shit is humiliating. It makes me want to say I'm not fucking going nowhere. And that's exactly what happened to me. Ladies, please do not do not do what I did because I ended up in jail for two days. Let's just say that happened. I'm dating a jailbird. If I if I ever had to could go back to that situation, I would definitely, definitely just take my respect and my dignity. And when that person asked me to leave, I would have left. But because I was so fucking butt hurt, so fucking humiliated, and so like I felt, I felt like garbage. It felt like somebody was throwing me out, like garbage. It it just in in that moment, in that heated moment, and especially Danny Lay has a she just gave birth. Especially in that, it's just like I can understand how you can feel when somebody just doesn't care about you. somebody who says they care about you just does not care about you i want to say i understand all of that i first of all i appreciate my girl for you know part of the reason why i fuck with her and i love her so much is because she's from the very first day we met she's been open and honest about who she is what she's been through and her experiences and i think it takes a certain kind of person to do that so you know big shout out to joel to begin with because a lot of people would have a lot of shame behind even admitting that. Um, that being said, let me second that by saying, I said this earlier, but if you are in an abusive relationship, a toxic relationship, a violent relationship, if you have been... Um, even please, emotional abuse. Even emotional abuse is, is abuse too. Don't let anybody tell you that emotional abuse is not real abuse. If you've dealt with any of that, if you're currently dealing with that, I implore, I absolutely implore you to seek help to try your absolute best to remove yourself from that situation, whether or not there are children involved, and my God on this opinion, who fucking cares? Find a way to get some help. I think that we far too often as human beings accept the bare minimum because we just want to have something. And that to, to, we've got to get, we've got to move past that as a society. A single individual, a single mother is always going to be better 
than a toxic relationship, than an abusive household. That's never going to be better for your kid. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how anybody tries to convince me otherwise. It is not better for your kid to have a piece of shit mom or a piece of shit dad be in the household with them. That being said, once or, again... Or uh, a live mother is better than a dead mother because sometimes you never know how far abuse can go. You yeah. really don't. So let's just, we both have the same sentiment, Alan. Like, please, please, please seek find help. Find a support system. Find people who really care, you know. Seek help. Now, now, going back to the conversation we were having, what I will say is two points to that. Now, I, again, I want to be very clear. I'm a man... I understand the statistics and the data behind it. Um, Joel will be the first one to tell you that I move with information. It's how I operate as a human being. And I know the information behind that. The fact is that I, as a man, um, men are responsible for somewhere between, I don't know the exact number, but somewhere between 70 to 85% of the domestic abuse, if not more than that, that occurs in America. So as a man, I feel like, I have to be very clear and conscious about stating that and saying that my place, in my opinion, um, tends to tends to be different. But I understand my role in society and how this plays out. I understand that often than not, it's the motherfuckers that are like me that are the aggressors, the abusers, the killers. And so I take all of that into consideration. Now that I've said all that, I want to make two points about specifically this situation. Number one... Just because somebody you like or you love invites you into a space does not mean that you should go or you need to go. Understand that how things seem isn't always how they are. Um, when we first started dating, Joel will tell you, I was very, very patient. I took my time. I didn't rush into anything because I really wanted to, her to see who I was and for me to see who she was. I'll be the first one to tell you I'm not quick to trust. Perhaps that's been a blessing for me, but I don't trust no fucking body for nothing because that's part of my trauma. But the truth is, is that it's been a blessing because it allows me to not rush into situations. That being said, if somebody invites you into their space, hey, come live with me. Hey, move in with me. Hey, I'll take care of you. Man or woman, you know, because sugar mamas is a fucking thing. Don't be so quick to fall into the emotion of, oh, I like them. Oh, they make me happy. And, and, and put yourself in a situation that in the long run may not be beneficial. And the second thing is, is that as Joel was brave enough to admit, I just feel like on a personal level, you get one opportunity with me. And I don't care how harsh that seems. I don't care how hard that sounds. I have a lot of self-respect. I have a lot of self-love. And I have a shit ton of pride. You get one chance to show me that you're a foul human being. You get one chance to disrespect me. You get one chance to put me in a situation where I might feel embarrassed or I might feel belittled or I might feel like you're trying to make me feel small. And again, I keep that all within the frame of I'm a man. But at the same time, I think men and women have the same capability to think that way. You get one opportunity. And I think our biggest disagreement on the situation is I just can't understand. Like, at what point does somebody disrespect you before you start to realize this person does not respect me? Um, I, 
100% agree with you. And I feel like that's the mature way everybody should think. Nobody should. As soon as I see on the first day you saying some weird shit, you being weird to the waiter, just, we're done. First thing you do, your pet peeves lift should be long as fuck. I agree with that. But I also think Jose is an alien and that's easier said than done for a lot of fucking people. Because let's face it, a lot of us come from fucking traumatic households. We have fucked up parents. We already, before we even get to have a relationship we're already we've already had relationships that are traumatic and fucked up to that have us have low self-esteem so we already off the bat have low self-esteem and then we try to we love and we try to get in these relationships and it's it's easy it's easy when when you come from a bad family upbringing to go into a relationship as an adult and go into a bad situation it's just easy to do. We're not out here where people, it's mandatory that we're getting mental health, you know. It's, it's none of that for us. So it's hard. It's not an excuse, but it's, it's, it can be difficult. It can be difficult to have your mindset to think how you think without having to, you know, to go through some shit, you know. <clears throat> you said, why, why did it have to come for all of the, for the baby putting yeah, the shit be, on before on we started recording this, I mean to cut you off, but before we started recording this, we were actually in the middle of this discussion, and we chose to dis, to record it because no better time to really get the meat of like what we're talking. Pause, no homo, no better time, <laughs> <laughs> no better time to get to like you know what we're really feeling and how we're really having this heated debate than when we're in the middle of that heated debate. And I think that the the point is that Joel made the point that. You, she was very pointed about the fact that you don't ever think it's going to go that far. And my point is, why does it take all that for you to have a moment of clarity in which you recognize this is not worth it? This is not it. This is disrespectful and detrimental to my entire being, physical, spiritual, emotional. I think everybody's different, babe. I, I didn't really, I had low self-esteem and I would put myself in situations where people would treat me like shit. And I knew, I knew in my mind I deserved better. I knew that shit, but for some reason, I would, I would constantly do that. I didn't know what it was like to be treated with respect or to be, to be feeling like I have self-worth. I didn't know what that was. It was something that I had to go through. I had to, you know, it's a learning experience. And some people, some people may go through it and still not learn from it. I think it's different for everyone. Facts. Um, but I think a lot of the time, like when you're hurt that bad and you're put down that bad, you know, maybe you'll, you'll make the decision, the kind, especially if you have children, because you have to do it more so for them than for you at that point. It's like, I want to be a good parent to my kids. So I have to make the necessary changes within myself. I have to look within myself. It can, I, I just think it varies from person to person because you don't know what a person is dealing with that will make them more susceptible to being in a relationship where somebody disrespects them. Facts. I, I just want to stop there for a second and say that Part of my issue with this entire topic to begin with, outside of like, let me just say, as a man, bro, if you put your hands on a woman, if you feel the need to dominate your woman, somebody you supposedly love and care about, if you feel the need, excuse me, to belittle your woman, it's because you feel small 24-7 every day of your life. And that's the only moment that you have to feel bigger than, to feel like you are worth something because you feel worthless. And because, quite frankly, you are if you're that kind of person. But that being said, um, 
I just have an issue. I have an issue because people bring up kids. And I'm again, this pertains to us because we're going to be parents, right? And I think that I want to be very clear in my opinion. You know, nobody has to be, agree with me and I really don't give a fuck if anybody does. But if I were to abuse this woman, whether physically, verbally, or mentally, I would hope, I would hope that she had the level of self-respect and awareness to say that this is going to be detrimental for our son. I'm the first male example that my son will ever have. I'm the most consistent male figure that my son will ever have. And if I am a piece of shit, what do you think that does for my son? Vice versa with a girl. If I have a daughter, I'm the first male she will experience. And if I have those qualities, how? How can any parent look me in my face and tell me that, no, I'm trying to make this work for my family. I'm trying to make this work for the kid's sake. How is that beneficial for your kid's sake? I don't relate to that. I don't relate to that. I think it's a. I think it's also a, you have to think about the psychological aspect of it as well with abuse. Um, you you did you studied that? Shit. I I taught it. You, so you so st- to be clear, taught that, taught I that. taught abuse so, to teenagers in high schools for for almost three years. So we're not psychologists or anything, but we have we have some knowledge. I have knowledge mostly because of situations that I've seen. Like um, and let it, me just, it's it's possible the, the psychology. I'm sorry. It's, no, no, you're fine. I just wanted to say. To be clear, because you were open about that, I grew up, I wouldn't say in the most toxic household, but I physically saw my mother be abused by somebody she was with. I saw it with my own eyes. I even tried to intervene and got my ass beat. I think most of us, I think most of us have I think most wit- people have. Most, pre- no, most people have witnessed, especially black people, we have witnessed an abusive relationship. Most of us have. We've seen what it looks like if we haven't been in one ourselves. We've which, seen it. Which is why I just want to, I, I only point that out to say that I don't think I'm special in the sense of like, oh, I, I grew up with something different, so clearly I think different. No, like... I saw the fucked up shit too. And I, I, that's what taught me that, damn, as much as I love this human being, they don't have self-respect. I think, like I was saying, the, the psychological thing behind it is it's possible for, for a woman to be brainwashed by a man. It's possible, you know, if... I think it's something with, I don't know, endorphins. If you're getting all of your feel-good from this one person... And then this person treats you bad. The only way for you to feel good again is to go running back to this person. I think there's something about it, something psychological about it to where it's like women keep going back. They'll keep getting humiliated. They'll keep being treated like shit because this is the person that can break me. And this is the person where I get my healing from. This is the person that gives me those happy feelings. But it's not really a good healing for you because... It's really lowering your self-esteem more and more. So it gets easier for this person to disrespect you more and more, to push the boundaries more and more, and you'll start letting more and more happen to you. Um, Yeah, that's that's what I had to say about that. I'm a firm... I disagree in the sense that... I don't disagree with what you're saying. I disagree with the fact that you can't be poor and rich at the same time. You can't be... This and that at the same time. There is no, in my mind, there is no such thing as somebody who destroys you and also heals you. They either do one or the other. Somebody who heals you 
I don't think when, heals was the right word. And, I, and I again, think, I just want to be clear about it. I that. think it's just... Someone who heals you sh- cannot destroy you. They heal you. And somebody who because if destroys you... If, if a woman is sad about something that a, her boyfriend did, she's sad. She's sad for a week. She's fucking depressed for a week. She butt her, her. Booty her. Something her boyfriend did. Her boyfriend comes and apologizes and automatically everything feels good again. Everything feels right again. We're right back to the same place. My question is it's, why? Why do you, why are we so quick to forget you were just foul? I think be, I think it's the easy way out maybe. Maybe because you don't have to do the internal work to where you don't rely on this person for for feel good anymore. And it's easy just to have this person come in and be like, you know what? I broke it. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to make everything right. Here you go. But then they end up doing that shit again and again. I'm a, I'm a firm believer. I'm a firm believer that if you care about somebody, you believe them. Right? So if I were to do some foul shit and, you, you know, how at the level that we're at now, if I were to do some foul shit, I just know in my heart that if I were to genuinely come up to say, hey, babe, I'm so sorry. You know, I didn't mean to do that. You didn't deserve that. That you would forgive me. Mm-hmm. But but as a man, why? Why forgive me for being foul? Why is it so easy to sweep that under the rug? Why is it so okay? Because you love me? Because you care about me? Because it's the people you love and care about that hurt you the deepest. I, I think it's emotional manipulation, especially... If Facts. especially if you're aware of what you're doing to, to somebody, not everybody. Some people are very vulnerable emotionally. Some there are some very, very emotionally vulnerable people, specifically those people who have trouble, who've had troubled childhoods. Um, some people prey on that. There's there's people, out, there's people out there who prey on that. Let me be clear as a man. Again, I don't know that other men can relate to this. Maybe they can. Maybe they can't. But as a man. You put me in a crowd of women right now. I don't have to say but two, three words to them. And, and this might sound cocky, but it's not. It's just my experience. I know a lot of men who feel this way. You put me in a room of women right now. I can tell you exactly who's confident, who's not. In a few words, I can tell you exactly who's going to be willing to, for me to run them through the mud and who's not going to put up with that shit. And I think that, quite frankly, as a man, men, and you're right, men are going to abuse and and hurt the individual who's more likely to allow that to happen because a woman that from my personal experience men that i know that are like me if a woman has the level of self-respect that i say that i have if a woman has a level of clarity to say like i don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to or i don't know what the fuck you think this is most men are cowards most men who do that are cowards they don't want they don't want no smoke with that woman Mm-hmm. They don't want no smoke with that woman. So what they want is the person that they can control and manipulate. And they look for that. And I'm not saying, I'm not sitting here saying like, you are who you are. You go through what you go through. I understand how people end up in those states. I'm just saying, keep in mind that with, with all the love in my heart, I say this. Keep in mind that if you are a broken individual, you need to heal who, be, before you deal with anybody else. What if you're walking around and you don't know you're a fucking broken individual? What if you have no clue? And I think you know the solution what it all comes down to is like especially for us because we're about to be parents we need to do better as parents we need to break the fucking generational curses and teach our children to have self-respect when they come out you know we we can only try and do better a little bit we come from fucked up families but maybe we can do a little bit better to where our kids won't be so 
vulnerable as we were in situations to where they won't just go with anybody and, and let anybody emotionally abuse them because they come from a good family, a, a, a good household to where they felt respected, loved, and they know the difference between um, somebody not treating them right and somebody treating them with respect. I agree with that. But I would say I would only counter that with this. Do you agree, yes or no, that there are individuals who have had that type of upbringing who still allow themselves to be in, in violent, abusive relationships? Who have been brought up with self I don't think it's common, but I, I, I would right. say yes. And I'm not saying common. I would I'm say saying yes. does it exist? It exists, yeah. So I think, and I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that parenting is the biggest part. It's the first step. But even also self awareness, you know, once you get to a certain age, you you should you should be somewhat aware of you know, it's just uh, it's different for everybody, man. For sure, some, and, some and, people have it please, way hard. Some people deal with mental illness. Some people deal with a lot of things facts. where their their healing process can maybe take a long time compared to somebody else's healing process. I think it's really the individual, you know, on on a basis, but. You know, try to try to look for resources. If you feel like there's something wrong, if you feel like you really need healing, just try try to heal. Try to look at yourself. Try to figure out why. You know, if you always feel like you keep ending up in situations that are just not good, like why do I? Why does bad shit keep happening to me? Why why does my life not go right? Maybe it's just because you haven't healed from some shit, and this shit is being brought upon you. Um, that's all I would say about that. Yeah, before we segue, because we know we talked about parenting, so I figured we segue into it a little bit. But before we segue... I wanted to segue into um, the fact that why do we want to be with people that we don't really enjoy being around? Anyway? Oh, that's a great point. So, okay, so before we segue into, into the next topic, I want to just end by saying, again, with all the love in my heart, if you deal with that, if you're currently dealing with that, if you have dealt with that, this is in no way, shape, or form a judgment. It's simply a conversation. And I think it's a conversation that maybe you can get something from, maybe not. Who knows? But ultimately, I just want to say that, you know, if you're unsure of whether or not you're broken, in my opinion, odds are you're broken. And stop riding off other people's drama. If You know, like, help your friends. Don't just sit there and enjoy their drama with their man and shit, and this shit is funny and comical to you, and you go with, with her You go with her to his house to, to break windows or do some shit. Actually tell her, like, listen, I don't think you want to be in this relationship anymore. Maybe you should leave. Actually give the, your friends good advice and stop just egging this shit on and, and finding comedy in, in this shit because this, this shit is not funny. It's hurtful and it's harmful, especially the children who are born into these situations who have no control over where they were fucking born into. Okay? It's all fun and games until it ain't. Right? The shit's a joke, slashing tires, breaking windows until somebody gets hurt. And then it, then we feel bad. We we watch forensic files every fucking night to go to sleep. <laughs> we we for the record, we watch forensic files to go to sleep. So we we sleep peacefully to murder and 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 all that other mm-hmm. fucked up shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it always be the spouse. It always be the husband killing the wives and the wife killing the husband or some shit because these niggas. What the fuck you get married for if you feel the need to go and shoot your fucking husband the, in the head or I, or kill your choke your wife out or some shit? That shit is crazy to me. I'm gonna just tell you right now. Leave me. Don't ki- <laughs> don't kill me. Just leave me. What the fuck? you got going on all right that being said um we were having a conversation the other day about um joelle brought up a point about she was thinking she found herself with what we're talking about right now is like you know why one of the reasons why people stay in these relationships after they're already disrespected and it's kind of like you know you you feel the need sometimes i feel like 
to be honest, I feel like Danny Lee wants to be with the baby that bad and why she says she loves him unconditionally, even though this nigga is obviously not the first time he made her feel this way and has done this to her. So how do you really love a person unconditionally? Um, I feel like she likes the way that it looks. Maybe she wants them to be maybe a power couple or, or something like that. But I think it's, it's, I don't really think it's love. Um, sometimes you want something really, really bad. And so you tell yourself that it's, it's, you tell yourself you really love them and you're really happy when you're really not. Because you can't really love somebody that makes you feel like shit constantly. That's not love. How do you love a person that makes you not even want to smile? That doesn't make you laugh? How is that love? That just seems, that just doesn't make sense to me. Um, I realized in my own situation uh, somebody who I had been crazy about and I, I, I just, I, I wanted to be with this person so bad. And when I, I, I was, I came across a movie theater that we had went to before and I read, and I remember us going to that movie theater. The thought just came back to me out of nowhere, like yesterday, last weekend, the thought came back to me out of nowhere that I remember we went to that movie theater and the whole time we were watching that movie, I felt so fucking uncomfortable and I just didn't want to be around him. He was, he, it was, he was like talking really loud and obnoxious and it was a normal day. It wasn't one of the days when we were fighting or doing anything. It was a normal ass fucking date. He picked me up after work. I got off early, we went to the movie theaters and it was a nice carefree time. But when he, it, it, he was just a person I just didn't want to be around and I'm, I'm thinking to myself now, like, why did I, why would I want to be around, why would I want to be around somebody who makes me feel uncomfortable all the time? Why do I want to be around somebody that when I'm not around them, I can actually take a breath, like I can breathe, I can be happy. And, and I think it's really because sometimes people have it in their head that they want a situation, but don't really realize that they really, you really don't want that. <laughs> you really don't want to feel like that all the time. For sure. I think unpopular opinion but i think that people do shit so unconsciously because of what they believe seems good like you never actually take into consideration your personal situation and I don't, this is not for everybody but i feel like a lot of times when you deal with people and let me just be the first to say i've been played by people before but like i said you got one time to play me and i'm you're dead to me that's just how i feel about it and i don't give a fuck how that makes anybody feel because I value myself. I value my time. I value my energy. I'm a fucking, I really believe, I think very highly of myself. So why would I ever put up with that stupid shit? That being said, I just think that what happens is most people lose sight of their actual situation. Most mm -hmm. people most people want a relationship so bad that mm -hmm. they don't realize they that- They want to be with somebody they so wanna, bad. They want to have a partner so bad that what they're actually dealing with is terrible. But because they have a partner, they feel good or about it. Or they've already made friends with, with their parents and or their their other friends. So it's, fuck hard, your mama. it's hard to break up with everybody. Fuck you your mama. Wanna... Fuck your daddy. Fuck your auntie. It's fuck like you your like, uncle. you're in love with all the surrounding factors rather than you are how you feel when you're with that person. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm kind of winded. I got acid reflux like a bitch and it's killing me. My baby, my baby been uh, pushing through, thugging it out this whole podcast. We're going to finish up soon. But, you know, just to finish on that topic, I feel like. To me, that's what it comes down to. To me, it comes down to, like, one thing I used to have an issue with, and I still do, but I, I mean, what's the point of talking about it if people are going to do what they want to do anyways? Um, one thing I used to have a huge issue with is loneliness. I, even as a teenager, I mean, even mm -hmm. as a 12, 13-year-old kid, 
I always understood, like, you don't even like this person you're with. You're just fucking lonely. Mm-hmm. So you want to be with somebody. And and I just want to say with, again, I say this with love, but we have got to move past that as people. We've got to understand that you're, let's look at it for what it actually is. You're not comfortable with yourself. You can't sit with yourself. You don't even like yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you did... You wouldn't feel that damn lonely because hanging out with you is dope. Joella tell you, I love me time. I love alone time. I fucking adore it. Mm-hmm. I need it. It's part of a healthy relationship. It's part of a healthy individual. But I say that to say, ladies and gentlemen, please stop getting into shit because you feel lonely. Mm-hmm. Because in my opinion, that shit over here, mm-hmm, like a, <laughs> like a real black woman would, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... Please stop getting into shit because you're lonely. Because in my God honest opinion, it's only going to attract the absolute worst for you. Stop telling yourself that you you love that man with all your heart and, and you don't even like being around that person. Just stop. Just just go find a hobby. Find something that actually makes you smile. Go or, heal. You know, go heal yourself. Stop that, dealing with people that when nigga you ain't it. That nigga ain't it. You, you, telling, you lying to yourself. That nigga ain't it. And you know it. That's the, Here's the fucked up part. We you talk go about out it. and you get into arguments all the time. It, it's just like, why even go out? What the fuck? Why... Why can't you have fun with that person ever? Just stop. Just just go. And I, again, I want to say this as a man, for men too, because men will never admit it. Men will never admit it, but we go through the same exact emotions. And the reality of it is, is because you think, like I said, I tweeted this the other day, the ultimate title for human beings to hold is self-godliness. Like you look at yourself, you treat yourself, and you respect yourself as a god or goddess. Being a wife, that's cool. I'm not knocking it. Shout out to the wives out there. But that is not the highest title you can have. Being a husband, that's not the t- highest title you can have. Being a father, and I'm, a, I, I'm ecstatic about being a father, but that's not the highest title that I can hold. Being a partner, being in a relationship, all that shit, quite frankly, is secondary because you got to be able to sit with yourself and love yourself and, 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 and feel like who I am and how I feel about myself is the utmost. And you can have love and all of that stuff, but you know, loving yourself is is always gonna have to come first. It's always gonna have to be you first. Um, and I think that's where we we'll end that there. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. Thanks again, guys. Have a great one.